स्पीड किल्स थ्रिल्स बट किल्स फास्ट फूड लाइफ यस प्लीज या दैट्स देर सेवरल लेयर्स टू इट वन ऑफ दैम इज वी आर ऑलवेज इन हरी एंड वी आर इन हरी बिकॉज वी डोंट नो हाउ टू मैनेज टाइम दैट मीन वेरी सिंपली इफ यू लर्न टू मैनेज टाइम एंड टू मैनेज टाइम वी नीड टू डू टू थिंग्स organize our life and be more focused that's all that is required if you, you know one of the simple test one single test to see how organized a person is is to see whether the person is punctual or not that's all if the person is on time that means he is organized because you have to do many things to reach a place in time that's why initially punctuality is so much stressed because it's one of the simple ways to organize our life so when we organize our life then we are never in a hurry because we have planned it out in a decent way and second thing is along with this organization of life this need to rush you know if you look at creation how god works he works with so much patience so much preparation so much time at hand and whatever we do if we can do it with that sense of eternal eternity even when you are driving a bike i mean i understand that uh, i'll come to that just in a moment that you know driving fast but try next time that driving rhythmically as if you are floating you know you will get a much greater joy as if you are just gliding it's a beauty i have seen sometimes people try i myself tried that it's so joyous you know it's not about rushing but simply but there is something else which works against it there are forces in nature i just touched upon it the commerce of life which are always wanting to create excitement they are there around the corner all over and they are waiting for a moment when there will be a moment of excitement this love for excitement for drama that's why many serials endure why because there is excitement you know news news item if there is excitement have you noticed bomb blast so many killed everybody is reading paper is it it is something good but supposing there is a news item that you know uh, mr x uh, honest auto rickshaw driver gave away the jewelry which was left in his uh, auto he handed it over to the police he came back people don't feel excited about it it's not exciting so this need for excitement comes from a state which in spiritual parlance we use the word tamas there is a we are so blunted that we need something very strong sensation to make us feel that we are alive otherwise we feel we are dead something very exciting music and everything which excites us and yes no doubt it thrills because it's one kind of experience that from a state of sleep you jump up onto the bed it's one kind of experience but definitely it derails the rhythm in which we were flowing and therefore this kind of thrills open the door to mishaps of various kinds because uh, we are not following as i said the science of life the science of life is that if we must do things in a manner which is more rhythmic if we don't do it we are bound to get you know hit then there is another subtle factor in it as i spoke about these forces if you notice sometimes when you are accelerating some of 
you may have noticed it, you suddenly get a strange pleasure and you want to accelerate it more. There is a natural urge to do it. Have you tried to see where is this impulse coming from? We don't know. We think it's me. It's not you. There are forces which are waiting to catch hold of our heart and hands and make us their tool to accelerate. Why? Because they want an accident to take place. And when there is an accident, there is excitement, there is blood, there is death. They feed on that and they enjoy it. That is one reason why you will see accidents take place within a certain area. Have you noticed this? Even we say accident prone area. Why accident prone area? And it's not a crowded area. Most of the time accident prone areas are where there is a vast stretch. There are several reasons to it. But one reason is this. That there are forces which accumulate, which like this drama, sensation, but they do it at our cost and at the cost of our parents and those others. So they get into us or get into somebody else who will hit us. It's not always our own fault. And they end up crashing and then there is pain. Just I spoke about the perverse will towards pain. So there are forces which feed on human pain. They are very dark people. Have you seen some of these terrorists? They like to give pain to others, torture or some of these uh, investigating agencies how they torture. So they feed on pain of others. And they are not just human beings, there are forces which can take hold of human beings and they push them and drive them. And we human beings who are meant to become instruments of a divine working, we become unwitting instruments of these forces of darkness and create pain in ourselves and others. So just become conscious. If you get this urge, just stop for a while and say, I'm not in a competition with X or Y or Z. It's very dangerous even otherwise. dangerous to the heart when we try to, you know, overtake someone. It's called part of a type A personality. Because you try to overtake, you want to overtake another person, then another person. And then at the end, it is a tremendous pressure to the heart and people have heart attack who have this kind of personality. So every time this urge comes in, just stop for a while. Your life is the most precious thing upon earth. And of course, others' life also. Often, you know, when I drive, I keep in mind that it's not about me. It's also somebody else should not be hurt and injured and die because of my stupidity. So, take a few deep breaths, hold yourself and say, this is not the sign of bravery or courage or strength. The sign of courage and strength is self-control. Very few can do it. You feel like slapping and you hold yourself. I am not saying that always you don't slap. Sometimes you need to give back. I am not teaching anybody to become a pacifist. But first self-control. Don't slap under anger. Don't react under jealousy and such emotions. Calm them down. Be calm. And then you will become stronger like the sea. Become calm, stronger and vaster. The sign of strength is calm, not agitation and nervousness. Those who are very weak are very prone to violence. They cannot hold even this much emotion inside. Little anger and they just rush. It's not a sign of strength. You will see all the great fighters, you know, who have... And that's the teaching of the Gita. Be calm. Don't strike in a state of anger, in a striker state of hatredness. 
stay calm and you will see the energy that you would gain if you observe the judo and karate you know what happens with karate they just accumulate energy by staying still and when they have accumulated energy they strike and that strike is fatal because that's the strength of stillness and that is something which yoga teaches us yoga of all kinds the strength and power of stillness cultivated the power that comes through calm any agitation is never a good thing eating food in a state of agitation having a discussion in a state of agitation reading something in a state of agitation so practice calm and peace and it's very simple every day sit for maybe 5 10 minutes quietly and just call peace is as simple as that just sit quietly and comfortably maybe in a chair and just say that i want to bring peace into my system that's why they used to chant in ancient time shanti mantra om shanti 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 you can do it in whatever language it doesn't matter just say peace 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 shanti 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 you will develop a state of calm inside which will make you much stronger and much more capable right so this about this particular question issue it's the same thing like drugs they thrill but kill If someone is a, yes, raise the hand. Raise someone, and we can pass the mic. Or you can step, come here. That's much easier. Can I? Can I take what is in a positive and negative mind? Positive and negative. We can use that term. I generally avoid. You must have seen. I have avoided using terms like right and wrong, positive and negative, deliberately, because uh, you know today we are living in an age when judgmental terms should be avoided. So. i avoid these terms positive and negative also because they are not cut into two it is something moving from one to another but we can say that yes uh, state of calm state of looking forward with hope and trust they are all positive states of mind and uh, if we inculcate trust like a child as i said child has natural trust now what happens is trust brings a tremendous degree of positivity in the mind because the child is knowing that my parents are there who will protect me against everything it is not true but you know i mean they cannot they have limitations but a child feels that my dad and my mom will do everything for me which they will do but still they cannot because there are things beyond us so at as we grow we tend to lose this trust and we need to once again bring back this trust in life trust in ourselves and of course if we can have trust in god then we are very blessed but at least trust in ourselves this brings tremendous positivity also life is not about success and failure one of the reasons why we get into negative state is that we are all the time looking at life in terms of success and failure 
Life is about effort and progress. Let's put it like this that when two teams are playing football, one will win, another will lose, isn't it? Or there may be a draw. These are the three options. But in either case, all the players will develop their stamina and strength. Is it not true? Everybody who is playing the game will develop their stamina and strength. Because that is the real purpose. So life is not about success and failure. Life is about effort and progress. And if you put in effort, you will progress. It doesn't matter whether you succeed. Success is a very relative term. You know, in somebody's eyes, you may be a successful doctor. But I have known successful doctors who have committed suicide. So was he successful or was he a failure? A person who was very high-ranking army doctor. Very high-ranking. Major general. I read, we read a news item. Unfortunately, he was also one of my teachers in AFMC Pune. Uh, one day I read a news item and all of us that he jumped from his 8th floor building and died. What is the use of that kind of success? So success is in many layers, many levels. So life is not about success and failure. It's about effort and progress. That is something which is all the time going on, all the time. And of course, effort will increase the chances of your getting success. That's a different thing altogether. If you want to progress, you increase your chances of success. If you stay in a positive state, if you stay calm, if you are stronger, your chances of being successful are much, much greater. Simply because all this will, you know, make everything. As I said, if you are smiling and cheerful, chances of you are getting selected in an interview are far greater. Simply because you are smiling and cheerful. Now you can't do it suddenly on the day of interview. If you have not practiced, uh, practiced it throughout life and you say, ah, today is my interview and somebody had told me I must be smiling, then you look ridiculous. The interviewer will say, oh, this artificial smile because you have heard. You are nervous inside but you are trying to smile. But if you make smiling and cheerfulness as a way of life, then when you go inside, the selector will say, ah, such a pleasant person. <laughs> so you are compensating for many other things. Of course, he will test you for your knowledge also. But if two people who know everything the same way, somebody with a pleasant personality, cheerful personality, who is a natural giver, his chances of getting selected and being successful are much greater than the other type. So try and inculcate this. We can use the word positivity about it. But generally, no need to use uh, these terms. Yes, please. Uh, you were very much right when you said that we have forgotten to smile and enjoy life. And in the present context, I am very much bothered about the present generation for my students because what we notice, what we observe is, majority of the students or the present generation, majority of the time, they are hooked with their mobile phones. And then I feel that they miss the essence of life, the meaning of life. And they are not aware of themselves. They don't want to enjoy the colors of life, or the patterns of life, or the rhythm of life. So how do we get out of this situation? Yeah, I see your point. It's a matter of concern for everyone. And uh, uh, let me put it uh, in a different way. Uh, I mean, it's a passing phase, let me assure you. You know, there is a saying in Hindi, Nai bahu jab aati hai, 
तो सब लोग उसको देखने के लिए पूरा मोहल्ला से गांव से देखने आते हैं है ना सो वेन ए न्यू गैजेट समथिंग लाइक दिस काम्स दे इज ए टेंडेंसी फॉर एवरीबडी बिकॉज दैट्स हाउ द वाइटल ऑपरेट्स बट आफ्टर ए वाइल यू विल सी दैट दिस कम्स डाउन सी वॉट हैपन टू ऑर्कुट एंड फेसबुक ऑर्कुट वॉज यू नो इट समर्ट द नेम इट वॉज द फर्स्ट इंटरनेट कम्युनिटी and lot of dangers problems everything now it's nowhere then facebook came now initially if you notice yourself in the beginning people like to go a lot on facebook what is somebody put some remark after some time you get so bored up because this is the nature of vital it cannot stay with it so after a while they will discover their balance yes they will discover that you know it doesn't work it's unhealthy you know human beings have an innate urge for progress at some point they will discover that i'm just wasting my time i'm getting hooked on i'm getting into internet addiction this is one part of it what we can do this will happen naturally so i'm not that worried about it because i know that just one generation for few years and they will get over it like i see this happening in abroad you know travel so often and i have seen that unlike india where people are walking with mobiles people use mobiles they use whatsapp and all everything but it's not that when they are talking they are taking out and doing it here we do it even when we are talking because it's it's a new thing uh, which are connected when we are getting bored another reason is that we are not able to very often express ourselves so this becomes a means of expression which is very unfortunate so sometimes we want socially one should be present but one doesn't want to be there so what does one do after 2 minutes takes out the mobile and is in one's own world so these are there are many factors to it but more importantly if we have to do something to get over it the one simple way and the paradoxical way is sports encouraging sports because uh, when we uh, i don't know how are the i'm sure there must be facilities here uh, every college every school must have active sports program because it is one thing which can take away many addictions not only this you will get such a natural joy and obviously while playing football you can't you know be on the whatsapp <laughs> it's a simple way to uh, get out of this addiction uh, one simple way of course there are many other ways those who are you, you might be you have heard about it now it's an addiction uh, there is something called as mobile addiction if you can't if you check your mails 5 6 times a day if you cannot stay for you know one hour without taking out your mobile and checking the whatsapp it's called addiction so it has to be treated like any other addiction sometimes people have to be detoxified but they are specialized things they have to be put into special wards where there are no mobiles but i am sure all of you are sensible and you won't need that uh, you won't allow that situation to arise but if you are getting habituated like that please be careful like alcohol this is another kind of addiction so be careful but play sports and games are one thing which will take care of many many issues like as i said drinking smoking drugs depression mobile addiction various things Yeah, yeah. You can you can be loud enough, I. As a young person, you are able to divert ourselves in other kind of activities. Uh, 
It's a very beautiful question you have asked and I appreciate you for that. Because nobody even thinks about it, how to control our minds. Very beautiful. You have touched the core of the problem where we, I spoke about the ill will. Because ignorance you can remove by knowledge. But you cannot remove ill will unless you have a mastery over your mind. So there are few steps in it which I can suggest but it takes time. But this is the right age to start with. Start by observing yourself. That's the first step. Because, you know, it's like if you have to work in an area, you must know what the field is like. So observe the kind of thoughts, observe the kind of feelings, observe the impulses, observe the motive of your actions. Why you are doing whatever you are doing. For example, a simple thing. Somebody gets up to ask a question. Now there is a subdued murmur. Sometimes it's ha, sometimes... Now, if we all observe why I have done it, is it that I am mocking at somebody who is asking a question? Well, it's a matter of great courage to ask questions. It's a very appreciable thing. Maybe my own inadequacy is showing up. I should have asked, but I can't ask. I am shy or I am not capable. So, I am mocking because this is one way to pull down somebody. So, there could be many things. So we have to observe ourselves. When we observe ourselves, then we will discover the hidden reasons why we are acting. Then we decide, like when you clean a room, that this I want in my room and this I don't want in my room. So start persisting. So how will it start? First you say, in my thoughts I don't want this. It will be a struggle initially. It will come into the thoughts you say, okay, I will not act under this impulse. If the impulse is very strong, do anything else. Maybe just step out of the room and do jogging, arrange your cupboard. Don't give in to the impulse. You will see how impulse works. It works like this, pushing you hard. And if you just can endure for a few minutes, it starts coming down. This is the nature of impulse, all impulses. So don't act under impulse. Initially, you will see that you don't want to act under impulse, but you give in. It's natural because, you know, these are very old tendencies. But slowly, if you persist, that means one should not give up. That, ah, what is the use? So if you persist, if you refuse the movement inside, then after a while, you will see its intensity and frequency becomes lesser and lesser. And you will start experiencing the joy and strength that mastery gives. So on one side, you will have a positive feedback that, look, you know, if I don't get angry, if I don't speak under, under anger, ah, I feel so much calmer and stronger. On the other hand, you will see, ah, it's not so difficult as I thought. I can manage my anger. So observation, then persistent refusal and rejection. And even if you fail, persist, persist, persist. That is something we learn from the crow. Persistence, perseverance. And finally, if you have faith that there is something called as a divine power or divine in this world, seek help. We go to God for all kinds of nonsensical things. Exam me pass kara dena Hanuman ji, Ganesh ji thoda mera dekh lena, job mil jaye. Kya hai? Poor fellow. He must be feeling sick and tired of me guys, you know. What about saying Hanuman ji, give me your strength? You know, give me your strength so that I can be focused on my task at hand. So, seek help from the higher powers in whichever religion you believe, doesn't matter, or even if you don't believe in any religion, 
just open to a higher power and say, I want to be my own master. Please help me and you see the help will come. But do it in a very natural way, like a child. Don't start saying, I have to do this mantra, that mantra, this image. It's not needed. Just say that I need help. Also, another important thing, finally, be careful of the company you keep. You see, there are people who lack control over themselves and when we are in the company of these people, they make us weak. Often you must have seen, there are friends who will say, Are chalo na yaar, kya hai, ek peg lene se kya ho jayega? And then, if you say no, then they will start mocking. Are tu to papa ka bachcha hai, mami ka baby hai. Don't listen. Today they are mocking at you. I can tell you tomorrow the world will mock at them. And you are the one who will be the shining star. So don't go under peer pressure. This is one of the most common problems at particularly your age. So resist it. You say, Okay, I'm a mom and dad, no problem. You go on your way. You look at your way, I'm going to listen to my own way. There's a tremendous courage in saying that I choose my way, I choose my path, I choose my goal. I choose what I want to do and I don't want to do. So avoid the company of those who try to pull us down and down and down. And on the other hand, be in the company of those friends or mentors or books or people who will have an uplifting influence. Okay, that is the role of mentors and true friends. Show them what Gita has written, Swadharmo Nidhanam Shreya Pardharmo Bhyava. I quite agree with you 200% that parents and society are part of the problem, not part of the solution. They should be part of the solution. But I appreciate your observation and courage that their own ambition gets transferred onto the child. And it, it's very confusing to a child when that happens. But can you change them? You can't change them. You know that Cadbury advertisement, they are too old to change. <laughs> so. You can't change them, you can't change society, but you be the change. If people oppose you and you feel this is your angst, say I want to do it. And initially, of course, as long as you are financially dependent, you can't just run away and join Bombay talkies. Get a degree, get on to a job and then start pursuing what you have always loved to do with the money that you get as a hobby, then more and more graduate into that. I know this very well. No, this is a big challenge that children face. And finally, when you become a parent, then be the change. Don't follow, you know, what parents and society did. That is how it will change. We are in a process of transition. It will change. Again, uh, I mean, because many of our parents uh, uh, come from a generation which had to struggle very hard, you know, just post-independence, midnight children. So they had to struggle very hard to earn livelihood. So their focus was only on career. 
but now we have so many options opportunities and uh, because there is a certain degree of financial stability so parents are opening up a lot more so i'm sure maybe by your generation even before that you will see the change coming i see this change already in many of the parents nowadays and society has become more accepting but yes it's true that uh, emphasis should be on the joy of growth and progress and not on outer success and monetary success or career and competition that is the corruption of the original file and it has nothing to do with indian tradition indian tradition encouraged swadharma they don't know indian tradition they are just following whatever they feel like and put it on to indian religion indian tradition is very vast if you go into its depth it encourages the artisan who wants to make things and you know there are so many interesting stories about it that uh, you know there is a man who wants gyana is doing yoga and he wants gyana and uh, he is directed to the, the, the guru tells him you go and meet this peasant uh, farmer he will give you gyana and he goes to the farmer and farmer is busy farming the soil he says give me gyana give me gyana he says you are too impatient you can't get from me go to the butcher he will give you gyana this is real story i am telling you so the fellow says butcher butcher will give me knowledge he says yes so he goes to the butcher and there also he is waiting so he has learned that i shouldn't be impatient but he is judging bentley oh he is a butcher he is such a horrible man what is he doing so butcher is a developed person he says you are not fit for gyana with me also go elsewhere so they have appreciated the joy of work no work was regarded as small if you read the gita gita lords the whatever work you are doing your attitude and state of consciousness is important so unfortunately it has nothing to do with indian tradition i must say that but it passes off as indian tradition because people this just a temporary phase it will bounce back yes yes obstacles and problems they come in the way i'll tell you they are like tonic <laughs> take them as tonic they come to make you strong your determination firm so they will come anything you want to do worthwhile when do we not have obstacle when we are doing something easy and simple then there will be no obstacle if you want to do something great something remarkable something which can be called jara hatke different from the rest you will face obstacles they will come from inside they will come from outside they will come from people society fears in our own mind anxieties to take it as a challenge then you will become strong then you will discover they were not obstacles they were meant to make us strong enough to achieve what we are wanting to achieve so the only way is persevere keeping yourself firm now obviously if my will is weak in every other area i can't become firm suddenly in one area so teach the will to become strong simple i'll give an example supposing you are feeling hungry and you are not getting food in your time now some people start getting oh i am feeling hungry i want food i want food but 
that day you tell yourself i am feeling hungry i need food but i will eat only when the time comes you will see your will will become strong if you practice making your will strong in every area of life then when you meet an obstacle you have that power inside you will concentration and you will just pass through it you know you will just pierce through it even if it's a rock like obstacle so make the will strong and they come to make us strong obstacle indicate that what you are trying is something worthwhile so it's good it's a good sign there should be challenges in life that makes life worthwhile it's like a tonic as i said okay so anything else uh, otherwise we can How to get? How to get happiness in day-to-day life? Yes, that's what I've been saying. Come, sit down, child. Yes. Whatever you do, जो करो, दिल से करो. Happiness comes from here, not from here. Whatever you are doing, smallest things, do it with the heart. This is where the storehouse of happiness is. Other things I have already spoken, so I am not going back onto that. Do it with love in your heart. You know, any action you do without love in your heart, I can tell you it won't give you joy. Any action, be it cooking, be it sweeping the floor, going into the class, meeting someone, speaking, listening. do it with love in your heart and make love the sole motive of everything that you do and you'll have too much of joy you won't be able to contain that happiness so do whatever you do in everyday life every activity as i said if you are walking if you are sitting quietly if you are going to the class if you are playing a game at that point of time have love you are going to play a game do it with dil se khelo दिमाग से नहीं दिमाग क्या बोलेगा अरे खेलने जा रहा है टाइम वेस्ट होगा तेरे पढ़ाई करना है यू आर अनदर पर्सन इज स्टडिंग दैट इज हाउ द माइंड ऑपरेट्स दिल विल कीप यू वेयर यू आर एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम यू आर वेयर यू आर एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम एंड इल गिव यू जॉय एंड इल गिव यू पीस ऑल राइट एंड जॉय नरिशेज अस सो इट्स वेरी गुड डू इट विद लव इन योर हार्ट don't do anything as a compulsion from anyone society others friends all right so shall we close okay please yes go ahead maybe you can come a little closer and tell me
you can be happy saying you know hey, I don't know what it you don't want to be you don't want to go to a party it's perfectly fine Nothing wrong, nothing bad. I see nothing wrong if you, you know, if you want to overtake independence. Extroversion is what? It's a throwing away of energy. Introversion is gathering of energy. It simply means that at this point of time, nature wants you to gather energies. Respect that movement and respect the movement. Okay, nothing wrong in being that. If you are feeling depressed, then it's a different thing altogether. But if you just want to sit quietly, sit alone, Perfectly fine, nothing wrong. You are gathering energy, refueling yourself. All of us should have moments when we sit quietly and refuel yourself. Very good thing you have said. Those who are all the time extroverted, running, 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 they become very tired, exhausted after a while because you are not refueling. So spend some time sitting quietly and refueling yourself. Yes, please come. Uh, somebody has told you that whatever you want, you can get it? Yes? Someone has told this? I don't know who has told you this, that whatever you want, you can get it in life. That's unfortunately not true. Uh, what would be more true is, uh, whatever you want with persistence, one day you will get it. Now that one day may not be close enough, one day may not be even this life. So, what is important is not wanting to get something, but to live with the joy of expressing yourself. That's what we should do. Okay, confidence about doing the right thing. See whether you are experiencing joy in your heart. Simple criteria. See if you can do it with love in your heart. If you are doing it with love and joy in your heart, it's I know difficult because nowadays we have forgotten we are all the time here, centered in the mind. So mind questions, is it correct, is it not correct, how much money I'll get, will I be successful, all these questions come. But the heart doesn't raise those questions. Heart will give you an indication whether you are happy doing what you are doing or you are not happy doing what you are doing. It has no second criteria. Okay? So if you are happy, by happiness, of course, I don't mean thrill and pleasure which we have already distinguished. But if you are feeling a deep joy in your heart, now if you are not feeling it, Look as to the causes. Sometimes we are doing the right thing but not experiencing the joy in the heart. The reason is we are doing it for the wrong reasons. Say, one wants to become a doctor and or a businessman, let's take an example. And well, that's the right thing to do. But we are trying to do that because, you know, we are eyeing on the money and the outer success that we may get. So it is corrupting the five. So we are experiencing lack of joy inside and we are feeling stressed out. But if you are born to do business, some people have the knack of it. Just go ahead and do it if you feel happy about doing it. Alright? And if you are not happy, see inside what is the problem. That has to be seen by each one. Then you have to see what other things maybe you may want to do. 
what uh, it may not be your natural impulse so all that one has to study inside understand and appreciate your concern that many students not only here everywhere please sit uh, as an elder brother your concern is very true everywhere not only here uh, there are always some students or many students who take this period of studies as you know uh, i have to just go through it scrape through get some marks and get a job i agree with you and some not even that they just waste their time just leave them to whatever they are everybody has a right to remain in ignorance life will teach life is a very life is a wonderful teacher it's a very difficult teacher it's a dreadful teacher let me say that so people when they don't learn when they are supposed to learn then life will teach if you waste your time uh, i mean something which i keep using sometimes the phrase people come late they take life casually So I say this: If you take, if you don't value time, time will stop valuing you. If you take life casually, life will take you casually. As simple as that. Because life reflects whatever we are inside. If we mock at others, life will mock at us. It's very simple. If we waste our time today, one day, time will waste us like a wasted product. So those who want to remain like that. you can't do anything much just avoid the company that's all i would say they will learn one day each one learns one day sir if we talk of feelings and emotions how can we manage how can we it can affect on our mind how can we manage that sir if we stop or start feeling if we stop or manage our manage control our feelings Yes. How can we manage it, sir? Our feelings. Uh, yes, sir. Same way. Yes, yes. Please sit. Same way. Imagine if we want so much content, sir. If we exit, sir. If we stop it, please. If we exit out, sir. No, I'll talk about the feeling part. No. What What is the question? That how to manage our feelings? And emotion. Emotion. Yes, I got it. So I'll just. Yes. So most of us, when we come to feelings, we follow the method of controlling the feeling with the mind. All right, it doesn't work like that. You can't control feelings from the mind. Feelings will erupt. Emotion will take over. What we can do with feelings and emotions is to purify them. You see the point? Like joy. Now, what is the most degraded form of joy? It's pleasure and thrill. It's a degraded form. Now, when you keep on purifying it, refining it, you will end up experiencing delight, which is the rare joy of the yogi. So, every time you control its, uh, the you purify the raw material. So, pleasure is like a raw material. Now, raw material is not good for anything much, but if you purify it, now how do you purify it through fire? So, deep within, there should be an urge to make 
your feelings better and better. Take for instance love. Many people get hurt when they love someone and they feel love is bad. No, love is not bad. But we must purify our love. Which means if love can become free from possessiveness, free from all kinds of reactions of hatred and jealousy, that's what I mean that eliminate those elements from feelings which make feeling crude, heavy, dark. And then you will see that feelings are very beautiful. They are the source of joy. Don't control or suppress feeling or destroy feeling. That is disease. Don't do that. But purify them, refine them. Whenever there is an opportunity to express your feelings, express it in a beautiful and dignified way. Alright? So, you have to purify the feelings, refine the feelings. One of the ways to purify and refine the feelings is through music, through art. It's a very good way to not only control but refine and uplift the feelings. You must have seen that when you hear two types of music, one very hard metal and the other very not necessarily raga but something which is soft and soothing. One hits the heart, makes it vibrate with excitement and the other makes the heart quieter, smoother. So music is another very simple way, art, beauty, they are simple ways to refine the emotional being. Okay? So work upon that. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you everyone. God bless you.